Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Midnight Game. So, like last, like last episode where uh, we tackled a creepypasta based off of an actual play RPG game, um, this is also RPG related. Or my choice of this story or this ritual pasta was actually RPG related. I mean, okay, all right. Um, in that, like, I re- uh, a while back, I listened to a podcast called uh, Ragnar Rock, um, and they did an actual play um, in the setting of Unknown Armies, where they uh, took a rich uh, the the, the creep pasta ritual uh, midnight game and used it as fodder for their game scenario, like as the seed for their game scenario. Huh. Um, uh, Unknown Armies is basically um, the best I can describe it is it's basically Twin Peaks the game. Um, it's modern supernatural like but po- it's postmodern supernatural like uh, mystery and horror. Okay. Um, where like you, the the occult stuff isn't drawn from like folklore like old folklore and stuff. It's actually drawn from from like modern stuff and like weird cerebral stuff. So it's just a it's a weird game basically. Um, but they decide to because oh the creepypasta rituals. That's postmodern. Let's make let's take a creep pasta ritual and see what happens when somebody with actual magic tinkers with something. <laughs> yep. Um So that's like I, I listened to their three episode actual play of that and I was like, oh, the midnight game. Alright, well let's do that for the show uh, right around the time of Gen Con as well. Now this is gonna be a little bit different from our usual pastas because this is a ritual pasta and there's not entirely a narrative to it. So we're gonna be treating it a little bit differently this time. It's gonna be more like our There's no narrative at all. Yeah, not really. There's some back some background information regarding the where the ritual came from, supposedly. I say oh yeah, quotes. I guess yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, it's just an instructions manual on how to do the game, also telling you not to do the game. Yes, do um, not do this thing. But here's exactly how to exactly do it if you want, want to do it. Yeah, for those thrill seekers out there, that yes. really was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're it's gonna be much like uh, our uh, monster stocks ga- uh, episodes or. Um, any episodes again? I've done with Ugly Talk, where we we take a story or take a like a one of these kind of pieces of creepypasta stuff, and like find a way to make them a story or a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll go into the rundown again. Kind of really short. It, there's a brief description about the ritual. Um, started off in old pagan times as a meet as a as a means of punishment for breaking taboos and stuff in the tribe or village. Um, uh, people who are guilty would do the midnight game um, to appease the gods, and then nowadays it's used as a uh, primarily for thrill seekers. Even though there is the chance of of death, and it, it doesn't say scarring. it doesn't say directly that they used it to um, appease the gods. Was it just you? It says the gods were the they ones, essentially yeah. used it as a scare tactic. Yeah, to make people not fuck up. Yeah. To make people be actually scared of their gods. Okay, yeah. Because if you don't do what we say, this is what happens to you. Yeah. Um, And in modern times, like, it's become this, again, thrill-seeking tactic. 
much like it. Probably, I, to me, honestly, this kind of came off as, like, Bloody Mary. Yeah. Or, like, one of those, uh, or, like, uh, the, uh, there's, like, some Jack story. Not not Laughing Jack, but, like, another, like, Jack that, like, bites you or something like that if, like, uh, you summon him or something. But, anyway. No, it's like uh, Biggie Smalls. I guess, yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> Biggie Smalls. Uh... Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Oh, God. He just shows up. I forget what he says. Yeah. Anyway. He shows up a search shooting. Thank you, South Park You're welcome. <laughs> um, Is that another persona I have, South Park reference? No. That's my name. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's going to be a thing now. No. <laughs> I don't want to draw your character as a South Park e- character, no. though. Your character's dumb. Your character gets killed off. Oh, okay. Go. Well, I'll see you guys yeah. later. See ya. It was, nice. it was nice knowing you guys. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun, man. Yeah, oh, I will, because I'll be not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, so, uh, the ritual boss, uh, he's really, okay. <laughs> the, uh, the, the rest of the, the ritual pasta is basically just instructions on how to do it, like, what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a candle, uh, you'll need some way to light the candle, salt, uh, a wooden door in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it, or is there more? A piece of paper, writing implement, a drop of your own blood. Right, Yes. Um, and then, things. Ah! <laughs> 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 Teleport. Um, so the and then basically, yeah, you just you write your name, uh, put your a dab of your blood on the on the paper, put it in front of the wooden door, um, make sure all the lights are on in your house, um, and then you have the candle on. Yes, when you summon or you knock on the door. To summon the net, or no, open, you knock on the door to open then the door. You open it, then you light the candle. I think, then you light the candle, and then you open, you close the door, and now the midnight man is in your home. I think you blow the candle out as well. Yes. Uh, no, oh, you you keep you it lit the whole time. You light it, blow it out, and we have to relight it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then uh, from then on, the, the the midnight man is now in your home, and it's now going to be a game of hide and seek, um, or well, a, no. game of, a game of like a game of stealth tag. Because you're walking around your home look, uh, trying to evade the Nightman till 3.33. Also, this has to be done at 12 midnight exactly. Yeah, or it won't work. Um, and if you lose, like if you, get too, if you get too close to the Midnight Man, the candle gets uh, extinguished and you have to quickly light it back up. Um, if you don't do that in time, you have, to, you use, have to use salt to make a circle around you. To protect yourself, yeah. If you don't do that in time, he then will he will... Send hallucinations of your yeah. greatest fears and also disembowel you, although you won't be able to do anything to stop it. Yes. Um, paralyze you with your fears and rip out your intestines and strangle you with them. Yes. A la Rikio. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a... <laughs> well, it is... I mean... It's, it's not really spoilers. It's just one of the best death scenes because it's hilarious. Yes. Look it up on YouTube, guys. Yes. Have you seen it? Mikey? No. No. We need to show him afterward. We will. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you do succeed, uh, the Midnight Man says, Aw shucks, walks away, and but is always watching you. Oh, he specifically says, Aw shucks, from the no, shadows. No, but he, he leaves, and like, he leaves your home, but is, is now, you're now always being watched by the Midnight Man. Yes. Um, He's going to be a creepy stalker for the rest of your life now. Yeah. Uh, so is this a legit, so is this a prequel to It, All, uh, it Always Follows? Or sorry, it always falls. It always it always watches. Or the man that was always there and every other one that's like that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Fuck it. So, uh, yeah, and they're basically like throughout all this like instructions, at the very end it's like, do not play this game. Um, you will possibly die or get mentally scarred from it. 
Yeah, it's do not turn on any lights, no flashlight, can't sleep, uh, don't use someone else's blood, you can't use a lighter as a substitute for a candle, and don't provoke the Midnight Man. Yeah. Those are rules. Uh, and that is the pasta, basically. Uh, you can check it out on creepypasta.wiki. Um, again, we do not condone you doing any ritual pastas because they're fake, they're fiction, don't do it. But... In terms of fiction and, and like you, they do would uh, they are good for fodder for scary stories or spooky stories. I mean, because they're fake, nothing bad is going to happen. Yeah, but sometimes these rituals like have instructions that are a little like again like 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 oh well, yeah, 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 finger, yeah yeah finger or like yeah. there are other ones like just don't do them okay guys no like no <laughs> stick with stick with your basic just like. Go into a, to just the, play Biggie Smalls and have yeah, fun. Yeah, play Biggie Smalls or play Bloody Mary. <laughs> just go into the bathroom with the lights out and just say Bloody Mary in front of the uh, mirror until she shows up and kills you. That's that's perfectly yeah, safe. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, so, but again, for um, like a creative purpose, these are good for like seeds for other stories or I, I feel anyways to be told. Um, actually, a little bit of trivia uh, regarding uh, the Midnight Game. Um so it's a ritual creepasta in the vein of like an urban legend, scary scare game, um, and it actually inspired a 2013 film, oh, really? uh, a scary walking sim video game, and a few other creepastas, including the Midnight Man Challenge, which we might do next week. Yeah. Um, because it's a creepasta based off of this creepasta. Hmm. Creepy possession. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe um, there. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we're also, but like again, like it's a creep pasta that was inspired by this creep pasta, and that's, that's what we're going to. That's kind of what we're going to talk about for this uh, this episode, rather than like any kind of issues with the story, although or with the ritual. Although we all think have at least one issue with the ritual, in terms oh, yeah. of like grammatical issue or like plot or like continuity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then afterward, we'll talk about like ideas that we have. For how we'd make it into a game scenario for like an RPG, much in the vein of like Ragnarok or any of our other times that we've done this on Ugly Talk or whatever, or um, like a story itself, like a creepypasta, because weird, we're a creepypasta discussion podcast. Um, so uh, I guess I'll go into my one thing I have an issue with the pasta, and it's on step four. Uh, if you are not successful in doing this, you must then immediately sur- surround yourself with a circle of salt. If you are su- unsuccessful in both of your actions, the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear and rip out your organs one by one. You will feel it, but you will be unable to react. So my one issue with this is, is him ripping out your intestines and whatnot also a hallucination? Or is it actually no. happening? Like, does this oh, kill do you? Oh, do you actually like, die? Do you actually die? Or, like, also... Or you, you just lose sand, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like, does it just, like... Well, you feel you, it, though. Like, is it, is, it, is it like Poltergeist, where, like, the guy, like, went to go, like, wash his hands after dinner, and then, like, starts, like, peeling off his face and starts, like, ripping himself apart, and then he wakes, like, he, like, snaps too, and suddenly, like, it was just all, like, a hallucination that he had? Uh, your, your greatest fear. So, say you're scared of giant spiders. A giant spider's gonna come He's and gonna... rip out your intestines. Yeah, and... So the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man shows up. He's gonna rip out your. He's gonna like smother you and melt you into uh, uh, into. Liquid. No, he's also going to be ripping up your intestines <laughs> somehow. Mm-hmm. He's got knives like embedded in his in his marshmallow hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, I should be down with that. 
So really, he's just Pennywise. That's <laughs> what we're getting with the with the uh, with the midnight bed. He just yeah. he becomes your greatest fears while he eats you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Also, when you were talking about that quote, when you were starting to do the rundown of what that quote was, let me find it real quick. It uh, kind of made me laugh, and I, I don't know if this is good or bad that I was thinking this. Um, where is it? Hang on. Was this four? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's step four. Never mind, I was in the wrong step. <laughs> no. What was the start of it? You must relight your candle uh, in ten seconds. If you are not, uh, if you are not successful in doing yeah. this, you must immediately surround yourself with a circle of salt. Yeah, the very beginning of step four is immediately relight your candle. Yeah. Oh, well, essentially you're saying, like, you must... And then you had a little bit of a delay, and then in my head I auto-filled that to con- construct additional pylons. God damn it. Just immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not so much on the story as it is my own reading of the story. Yeah. So. <laughs> you must have did. I can't even say it. You must construct additional pylons. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is necessary. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. Thanks, gamer. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for, I guess. I, I, I don't know what else I'm here for. Next episode, creepypasta, the, the StarCraft creepypasta. I mean, probably, yeah, I don't know if there is, honestly. It might be. I mean, there's already creepy aspects in there with the Zerg. Yeah, and the Zelnaga. And to a degree, the Protoss, even the Terrans, are kind of creepy because they're... Their troops are all like criminals that have been re, re, uh, reprogrammed. Yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it's probably out there already. Yeah, no problem. So uh, we Mike, should look up some game ones because yeah, we, what was the last one we did? Like Warframe, that one years ago. Soccer one <laughs> um, or Pokemon ones that are just everywhere. Yeah, we should look up some other ones. Uh, non Pokemon related ones. Yeah. Not that I hate Pokemon. It's just you've done. Like three or four of them by now. Audience, if you would like to us to do another video game creepypasta, uh, please submit uh, your suggestions uh, to our email or uh, on the comment section below where this gets posted. Well, they're uh, going to immediately go into your outro now, <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah, Mikey, do you have anything about the pasta? Yes. Okay. My issue is with the prerequisite. Uh Okay. It must be exactly 12 a.m. when you p- begin performing the ritual, otherwise it will not work. Yes. Previous to that, it is established that this is an old pagan ritual. Yes. How did they know that it was exactly midnight? I mean, people before like w- clocks and watches knew how to tell time. At to night? the second? Maybe not to the second, yeah, but I mean... Exactly. They got moon dials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty damn they accurate. Probably, you know, they probably had somebody, like, just counting, like, it's like, 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 it's like, as soon as the sun went down, it's like, all right, one, two, <laughs> three, like, just counting down the second, and then the minutes, and then the hours. I think I got paid a lot. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that is weird. It, it is, it is a silly like. It's like, uh, <laughs> how do they know that? Yeah. Magic. Mm-hmm. They have a magic. It probably time telling. There's device. probably just a very like high count of like times when this ritual just didn't work at all because the guy was like, dude, you guys didn't do it right. You guys weren't exact. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Yep. <laughs> or like, it just. I was like, oh, it didn't work. It's like, damn it, we missed it by a minute. 
All right, we'll try it next time. Uh, we'll try it next time, Jim Mickus. Because <laughs> is that the time man? Well, no, because like you know, Jimmy Mickus, because it's old timey pagan, like Roman p- pagan stuff. <laughs> anyway, you get it. Sorry. Yeah, anyway. you should be. <laughs> and and uh, the the other question I have is: uh, Is there a time zone? <laughs> Could we do this ritual at five p.m. in? <laughs> ah, somebody just stepped on my grave. Yeah. Could we do this ritual at five p.m. because it's technically twelve p.m. somewhere? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> it kind of bleeds into my notes, actually. <laughs> well, it's called the Midnight Man. So, like, yeah. I feel like it should be localized to, like, midnight where you are, not midnight anywhere else. So, like, the Midnight Man has a watch and, like, oh, I'm in this time zone. Okay, I gotta change it. Okay, there we go. He's a supernatural entity. He can do whatever he wants. Sure. That's generally how that works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, if he can do whatever he wants... Why does he limit himself to 213 minutes? Wow. I don't know. No, it's just well, that... actually... Uh, the, 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 um, the numbers 333, he just does not like actually, that, re- that repetitiveness of I, those specific numbers. I do believe 333, like 333 is, the, is a, uh, a witching hour in folklore. But he's not a witch. Like, no... A supernatural hour, like it is a time in folklore that is like, uh, like the, like actually the act, the, uh, like between twelve and three thirty three is like when like ghoulies and creatures and some of that of the night come out to play. Oh, okay. Um, it's like the basically like the, um, like the the darkest like evilest part of the night basically. Why three thirty three? I don't know. I I don't know enough about. I just know that that's a common thing in stories and legends. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, another thing, uh, going back to the whole pagan thing. So, you, you do this ritual, yeah. and then you have to basically run around your house. Yes. The, thinking back, there is such a thing as one-room houses. Yeah. Which were probably common back when this was theoretically made. Yeah, no. So... It's basically a death sentence. Um, not necessarily, because, like, it is dark, so, like, maybe even the Midnight Man can't see in the dark either. <laughs> so she's like, where are you? Where are you? Marco. He's actually Marco. blind. He's, He's actually a- playing Marco Polo. There's actually just a very elaborate, like, supernatural uh, Marco Polo game. Yeah, totally. Actually, that's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> Your wording of that is, though. Mm-hmm. Did I say not said entirely un- unaccurate? You said unaccurate. Oh, yeah, wow. That's not entirely accurate. Mm. <laughs> or inaccurate is the, the correct ne- uh, negativity yeah. to accurate. Anyway. Sorry to audio Nazi you. It's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it with all the editing I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so those are my main issues. Okay. Okay. Uh, then for me... I have um, two points. They're one of them kind of blended into what Mikey said, so I, I guess I'll start with that. Although it might be already mentioned, specifically the silliness that it has to be twelve a.m. or it won't work. Mm-hmm. I, I find that like 
12 a.m. is always the creepy time in yeah. every story. It's kind of overplayed. And the fact that it has to be exact, there's so many variables yeah. in time. Like, all the clocks are slightly off, you know. Does he go by your watch, his watch, your phone, the grandfather clock in the living room, the microwave's time, the stove, your alarm clock? Is it Eastern Standard Time? Is it, like, there's well, so many freaking variables. My theory is that he, Midnight Man is a man of people, so he works on your clock. But once again, if you have a phone and a watch, you have two, Damn. Uh, two ways to show really, time. Really, it's just to prove that mo- the modern version of this ritual has become more, has made it more complicated for the Because of man. cell phones. Yes. But what if midnight is your daytime because you work nights? Then theoretically your midnight is actually like middle of the day. It's noon. Yeah, but the darkness is a factor for the ritual because... You're basically playing a game of Supernatural Marco Polo with this demon or this person. But it is a demon, so who says you can't make it supernaturally dark in your oh, house? That would be good. That's a good. That's good for the story. Like somebody tries doing it like that, and like turns out that like they somebody, do it at noon instead of midnight. Everything goes dark, like in their house. Like outside's modern, it's daylight, but everything in their house, like there's like an inky black. There's a supernatural blackness or darkness. Like you turn on a light, it's just like bleep, just like a little little yeah. dome. It, uh, basically, uh, supernatural darkness. darkness. Yeah. You can't turn on lights during the ritual. Yeah. Well, it says you can't. I, I don't, that's another thing. It says you can't do those things. Does that mean it's physically not possible, or don't do it, or don't you'll die? Do it. Because basically, um, again, like I think the, the whole premise of it is that like normal like lighting and some of that basically spotlights you, even though the, you have a candle on. Um, <laughs> I think. Well, I think because, well, I think again because it's a candle. Like candles again are used in rituals and ceremonies, like not just bosses like in occult rituals and some of that as a uh, a medium as like a, or as a telltale for like the supernatural presence showing up um, so it's causing the supernatural presence to show up and because you're holding the candle and that's kind of the focus of him showing up you're invisible to him yeah as long as the candle's lit yeah and then once he, when that's why goes, a lighter doesn't work exactly and then once he uh, when he's around it snuffs out that's indicating that he's a, he's nearby so you have to turn around and Basically, play that slender tag, like from the from the slender the eight pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do wonder what all these do nots result in. Like, don't turn on any lights. Do, do you just immediately die? Or I, does think, it I think cancel? it's basically you lose the game, basically. Yeah, but the last one, and definitely do not attempt to provoke him. Yeah, because you don't want to provoke him because he like he might it might be something worse. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. Like all of them are like, don't do this, don't do this. And the last one, totally don't do this one. So I'm yeah. wondering why that like, don't one taunt has... him. It's like, come at me, come at me, midnight man, come yeah. at me, midnight bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what I'm getting at is I don't know why that one is um, the the importance of it is amped up. Definitely to, don't do this one specifically. Maybe just to like. Um, uh, elevate the Midnight Man's like like he takes precedence. Do not provoke him, kind of thing. Yeah, but you I, don't want to mess with this guy on any like you don't want to mess with him accidentally, like by just walking around and accidentally bumping into him within the uh, within the ritual. Yeah. you definitely don't want to actually actively like bump into him or like try to provoke him. Yeah, but again, yeah. the whole question is um, the other ones might cancel them, like just like you lose shucks. But yeah. if you provoke them, then you're dead. Yeah, you're basically dead, dead. Or maybe you're possessed. Um, that's actually something that the Ragnarok Rock folk did, um, was basically the guy who was doing the ritual, um, as a way of, like, gaining power, um, he, he they took, the, they took, like I said, they took the ritual and, like, used it as the seed for the story, but again, like, unlike the, like the, sto- the ritual itself as it is presented, 
There's no real reason to do the ritual other than to be thrill-seeking. Yeah. But in the, this, they actually used it as a way of like you know making a deal with a, de- a demon. Like basically, once you win the uh, win the game, the demon has to do something for you. Like you get a boon from it. Oh, um, once you play and this if game, you, yeah. and if you fail at it, um, like, like they, I think they accidentally turned on a light or something like that, or the demon got hold of the the main character uh, and basically possessed him. He was an NPC, so he wasn't like a char- like a player character. But they were basically all his buddies, and they realized that he was doing this thing, and so they basically the game became. Oh shit! Our friend's possessed, and the demon's making him do horrible stuff. Now we gotta find a way to exercise him. Put him on a treadmill. Exorcise him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my northern drawl isn't working yeah. very well. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn you and your autogra- audio gra- audio Nazis. Just audio Nazi. Audio Nazis, yeah. Is that a Nazi? Well, it is grammar related. <sighs> really? You do it again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, like, um. Uh, what was it? Where were we were at that? Where were we at? Uh, putting demons on treadmills. Yes, where were we before that, though? <laughs> like, before I. It was possessed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was possessed. But, we're not, like, before I interjected with that, what were we were talking about? Fuck. We're talking Anyways. about this comment. Yes, the couple, yes. About, like, most of the do-nots have no... Have, like, don't do this, but this one's specifically oh, yeah, yeah. do not yeah, do it's this just, one. Yeah, not, yeah, so it's basically left a little open-ended of, like... Or, like, like kind of just leaves that statement for you to kind of, like, wonder over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is either good or bad. Yeah. But, yes. Um, so, um, my other point. Yep. Yeah. Once my notes load back up, there we go. Um... Is to do with the the start of it, and um, when I was reading through it, I kind of got annoyed four times. Oh yeah, because of the um, the specifics of exactly twelve a.m. It sounds <laughs> like it's the same point, but it's not. So under prerequisites, bleh, under prerequisites, mm-hmm. it says it must be exactly twelve a.m. when you bef- begin performing the ritual. Otherwise, it won't work. Okay. Then step one: write your full name. So to me, that sounds like that's the start of the ritual, yeah. is writing your full name. So to me, at this point, it sounds like you're looking at the clock, 12 a.m., okay, start writing. Then step three comes along. Knock on the door 22 times, the hour must be 12 a.m. upon the final knock. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's the start now. <laughs> and then um, step four, immediately relight your candle, this is where the game begins. <laughs> so it, there's four starts in this that yeah. it talks about. Yeah. So, so basically, step one and two are still prerequisites to step three, which is the actual start with the knocking on the door. But I don't even know if that's the actual start, because step four says, immediately relight your candle, this is where the game begins. This is where it begins. So is that... Do you have to sit there ready to relight it at 12? Do you have to do the knock? It keeps... Saying that this is the start, this is the start, this is the start. Yeah. Because he keeps mm-hmm. talking about the start or 12 repeatedly, and that's kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does say the final knock must be at 12, I'm assuming that that is the actual one, but the way it's written, the other ones sound like they could they're, be they're still as well. Pre, they're, you're still like basically pre, or not prerequisite, but they're, you're, um, you're setting up the ritual at that point. You're not getting, you're like, yes. not until like, the the knock must like the knocks must like end on, the, on exactly twelve o'clock. It's not until after that that the ritual is actually starting. Like the the, no. the, the danger is starting. 
Yes, that's what the game is talking yeah. about. But the actual ritual starts on the knock. I get that. But the way it's written through those four points, yeah. any of those could be the actual start. Because it keeps using the word start or this has to be done at 12. It's weird. Yeah. Like, maybe you should almost have like instead of like like start with this is like before the before midnight do, write up your name and some of that like put your your blood there put it set it down um in front of the the wooden the wooden door knock twenty two times or the twenty two times or whatever uh, and then at twelve exactly twelve after the end of the knocking the game has begun yeah yeah mm-hmm. specified a little bit more would be nice yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, actually that made me remember a point that I forgot to write down in. Regards to the materials, um, you will need a candle, a piece of paper, a writing implement, matches or lighter, salt, and a wooden door. Yeah. So it, it kind of sounds like if you're coming here with friends, you're, you're just in your house, you have all this shit around you, there's a random door on the ground, then your friend Bob comes by, knocks <laughs> yeah. on the door, opens the door, he's carrying a door and a, a, a grocery bag full of other stuff. It's like, hey, oh, you're yeah. from Ritual? Yeah, okay, bring the door in. Yeah, it, it, it needs to be like a, a wooden door in the place you're going to, or in, in the in the shelter or in the building you're going to set up in. Like some kind of, something a little bit more like, like it like. It seems like you need to bring these things specifically yeah. separate. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're talking about because as soon as I like, I was like, wait, you need a door? Like, do you have to carry it? Like, yeah, oh, no, no. Obviously, you need like you just need a wooden door in the house you're doing this in. But it doesn't necessarily say. So you know what that assuming means? It makes you an ass view of me. So, if you have a... um, Oh, God. A a toy house (laughs) with a wooden door, does that mean that Midnight Man, when he's summoned, is really small? Or what would be funnier is like it's one of those like open up like dollhouses, like old-fashioned dollhouses. You just knock on the... Do the wooden door thing on that and then just close it. It's like, Done. He can't, he's he's moving. The Midnight Man's roaming around in that house, not my house. I just gotta wait for three uh, three out three out uh, till three thirty three, and then like done and done because he's stuck in that ha- in that wooden house. You would possibly have to have a tiny piece of paper with your name on it and a drop of blood yeah. inside the house. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then at that point, what's the point of doing the ritual? The other idea I had is actually like again. Uh, so like. You're on, like, an island in the middle of, like, a lake or something like that. Like, a wooded island or something like that. And there's just a door, like, from an old abandoned... From, like, a house that burned down or something like that. Like, the door frame and, like, the door is all that's left. You knock on that door and do, so like... Search and rescue woods. And it... Oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, or, or it's just basically, like... Like, basically, now, the the entire island is um, is the locate is the uh, is the the arena of, like, the, the hide-and-seek game. And now it's just a slash flick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But, yeah, and um, the other point to the door because what it seems like is when you light the candle open the door you've invited him in it almost seems like it should specify that you have to do it at the entrance to the yeah to from the outside Uh, not just just from the outside apparently like that's what i'm saying that kind of seems like what it is like when you're starting the ritual the midnight man is always outside and stuff or he's but when you initiate that and open the door you are allowing him to like actually walk Coming in. To the house, yeah. Or he's just summoned right on the other side of that door when you open it up. Yeah. From there. Well, it's whether or not he is a a really supernatural guy guy with teleporting and summoning situation, or if it's actually a monster that's just always out. Yeah. A physical monster that's always out in the darkness. I, I, I feel it's more like an incorporeal thing. Like it's like a, a like a spirit creature that you can't see or even like feel. And you can't see him. Oh no! It like. Oh no! You, yeah, you can't see him. You can see him. Oh, you can see him. Yeah, no. I mean, like, 
until the ritual starts, though. Like, oh, okay. That, I mean, like, every, when, the, when the ritual's not happening, he's basically this, like, a ghostly, like, poltergeisty figure that's just, like, roaming around. He can't touch, affect the world until you activate the ritual. Yeah. And then he becomes real. Yeah. And he's more of a vampire. Okay. He doesn't enter until you let him in. That's true. Yeah, that's actually uh, that that actually could have been like inspired by that uh, by that vampire yeah. lore. That's true. They're not allowed. To, yeah, you didn't. What's the in. idea behind that? Um, it comes from um, old Euro- uh, like Eastern European legends of va- of, of vampires and uh, and vampires. Vampires. Um, there, there's other there's other names for them. I can't remember I the exact one. Um, but basically, it's like uh, you, you're not supposed to. Basically, when when one of your family members dies or something like that, and like they come back, they because they become like a drog or um, a vampiric creature, um, you're not you're not supposed to like let them in at all because they'll um, they'll just wreck your shit. I understand, but specifically the point that you can open the door, the dead you end. can leave the door wide open, and they and will they not can, walk yeah, they, in. It's a barrier. Yeah, it is a physical or it is a met, a metaphysical barrier. They can't pass through. But what I'm getting at is, I, I don't understand why that's even a thing. Like why that's tied to them being undead. They have you have to specifically say, "Come on you in." You don't want to invite the dead into your home. Like that's that where that's yeah, but it could be a werewolf. You don't want that in your home either. But it doesn't but have a spiritual block. That's because werewolves are technically still alive, whereas vampires and zombies and ghosts are dead. They are the undead. Werewolves technically are not undead. They are just people cursed. Yeah. Ergo, like... But again, what does undead have to do with creating a spiritual barrier that when you tell the creature that it's okay to come in, he'll come in? That's what I I never understood. So, it's really simple. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. If you don't let him in, and he comes in anyway, he forgets he exists because he walked through a door. He forgets he exists. Yeah. How? Because you know how when you walk through doorways, you can forget why you walked through the doorway? It's a psychological thing. Okay. So, anyway, by letting him in, he goes, oh yeah, I can go through there. And he... It's all fine, but if he actually were to walk through it, he would walk through and it's like, oh, wait, I don't exist, and then he'd poof out of existence. So the real way to deal with vampires and anything undead is when they knock on your door, just grab them by the shirt and pull them through. Or would that be um, also inviting him in? Yes. It would be? Yes. What if you had your friend behind him, kicking him in the back, and your friend does not live in the house? Then yes. Yes what? That would work. There you go. There's an interesting, weird way to deal with a vampire in a story. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like browsing right now, like where that folklore comes from. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just so weird and random and specific. Mm-hmm. You know, like this one thing that they can't do because mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And that's actually a thing where they forget, like they don't. Here we go. Believe that they're real anymore or whatever mm-hmm. yeah uh, TV Trips uh, at least uh, has uh, going back to uh, in various mythologies is the idea that a supernatural being such as vampires ghosts demons witches what have you cannot enter into a home unless invited to do so often such beings will try to gain entrance by tricking a person into believing they are someone else um, that doesn't exactly answer it 
Uh, here we go. Mythology. Uh, Wikipedia. Some traditions also hold that a vampire cannot enter a house unless invited by its owner, although after the first invitation they can uh, come and go as they please. Though folkloric vampires were believed to be more active at night, they were not generally considered vulnerable to sunlight. And here the, reason, the reasons for being... Uh, the reasons for being from the sources, uh, magic, uh, protection, <laughs> protection oh. for, for humans that was a contingent uh, on their creation. It is sometimes not just for vampires, but sooner for Christians, this doesn't really help me answer. Basically, so it's saying it happens because magic. Basically, because <laughs> the super, there's a supernatural law, there's some, law, some supernatural laws in place um, that don't allow the dead to, or, or evil to enter your home kind of thing. It's like a protect, like your home's like has like a basically well, the way you signing the deed is you no completing um, a ritual the that way it makes it so this house is yours and if you utter that then that's what happens the way I'm kind of I'm thinking is that it's because you it's your home it's your safe space like home sweet home you protect you have a generalized protection against evil and unless you invite the evil in or let the darkness in basically so. It's again an old folkloric taboo or like or like like lore. Like, like I get the whole metaphoric situation of it or, yeah. or whatever, but it just welcome to the supernatural. Yeah. Like that's basically well, it. Oh, yeah. Like why 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 do vampires um, why are vampires easily uh, like stopped by just throwing rice down the ground and like because they have to pick it like individually. Because they all have OCD. Yeah. Why why though? Why do old vampires have OCD? Because they do, because it's supernatural, and there's some laws there. Yeah. Or like, why, um, uh, why werewolves against silver or vampires? I guess actually are actually the ones that have this, have the silver bane normal lore. Um, some people believe it's because uh, um, going back, dating back to Christ, um, uh, Judas was paid uh, in uh, uh, in silver, and he betrayed Christ. There you go. Silver is now the. the um, uh, silver is the antichrist. Well, no, silver is now a uh, is like is basically like a um, a means to uh, to stop uh, werewolves or vampires for some reason, or like stop cur- uh, curses, which doesn't make sense no. with that background either. No, actually, I might be getting that one wrong. I think silver is like why is silver? I think silver is because it's a purified uh, metal or a pure metal. Same with but the you could use pure anything. True. Um, technically, uh, like the Doolahan from Scotland, uh, the headless uh, rider that like a company that, that uh, shows up when somebody's about to die, you can uh, uh, hold them off by uh, throwing gold at them. I don't know why, but again, folklore. You're paying them off. Yeah, that's literally as simple as that is. That actually could be that reason. Yeah, um, or like why steak or why garlic? It's just. Because it's folklore. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really have to make sense when you, uh, as long as you find some reason, like rational reason. At some point, there was a rational reason for why that was yeah, there. Yeah, I'm just always really curious yeah. about the rational reason, like the whole yeah. stake in the heart situation specifically. Actually, the stake in the heart makes sense um, because, again, in European in, or Eastern European folklore, um, the actually the the stake didn't kill them. The stake held them, stake like stake them to the ground, allowing you to cut off their head and burn the body. But why the heart? Because you could stab them anywhere. Um, my my, my guess there. is that it evolved, like it developed, like it, some like down the, like over the over history, staking a vampire to the ground became staking it in the heart because the heart is where like vital is a vital organ for us. 
Or maybe staking, like, staking him in the heart won't kill him, but yeah. because there's that huge wound in his heart, he's weakened enough that he can't pull himself off the stake. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's a um, weak point in him? Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, again, like, there's a bunch of, like, vampire lore where it states that, like, you, just, you actually, uh, even if you cut its head off, like, the only way to truly get rid of the vampire is just to burn it completely to ash. So they're Deadpool. Yeah. Cool. Um, fun fact, actually, they were doing that, so there was a town in Ontario called Bilno, um, and it's a Polish, it was a Polish, uh, immigrant, uh, village, and there was a, a vampire scare, um, in, like, the early, uh, in the, it's early years, and they actually had vampire hunters wandering around the village looking for, uh, or, like, looking for the vampire because there was, uh, they, they dug up one of the bodies, like, of the recently dead, and she, like, looked completely youthful and whatnot. So they actually cut off her head and made and like staked her to make sure she was uh, she'd stay down. Fuck yeah, hmm. yeah. That shit is like that's gotta be weird back then. Like even if well, I'm figuring that shit didn't actually happen. We weren't around back then, but I'm figuring it didn't. If you were just a night owl, you'd, just, you'd be fucked. Yeah, um, just, yeah. I just like being up at night. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> Burn him. No. Yeah, you'd either be burned as a witch or staked as a vampire. Yeah. Especially if like you're you're one of those night owls and somebody somebody else in town just dies from like um, from a like tuberculosis, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, wasn't there another weird thing with vampires or no witches that they you like, throw them in the, in the river yeah, the and they float thing, because yeah. they're made of wood. Yeah, it's oh. that's why they burn them at the stake. I think I only learned about that through Monty Python on the Quest for the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they that's, put her on a scale. That's yeah. fair. Like, what happens if, 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 yeah. they're, if he's heavy, she's heavier than a duck? Yes. Yeah. That's that, <laughs> as sad as that is. That's an actual thing that Inquisitors did during the during the during the uh, during the witch trials. They had a giant scale. No, they dumped them into the river. If they drowned, they were human. If they floated, <laughs> they, if they if they floated and lived, they were a witch and they were burned at the stake. So regardless, you're dead. Yeah, you're fucked either way. The only the only difference is that um, your soul goes to heaven and your soul goes to hell. Jeez. Um, from a Living in medieval like, times would be so fucking uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, for everyone. Weird! It was a reason it was called the Dark Ages. Yeah, that's super dark. <laughs> the reason the Dark Ages were called the Dark Ages is because they actually reverted in technology. That, too. Did but it, the, it, yeah. yeah, it actually did. Yeah, we actually had the, didn't we have the Renaissance first? And then well, we, no, into the Dark Ages? We had the printing press... And then they said, uh, what the heck is this? And then they said no to that. And then we basically went back 20 years in technology, and eventually they brought the printing press back. Seriously? Yeah. Like, they're like, what is this devilry? Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure, like... I I can't believe that. That's why it's the Dark Ages, because we actually went backwards in technology. Okay, yeah. So Uh, it was... Yeah, it was between yeah, because the Ro- it was the fall of the Roman. It basically uh, came at, like shortly after the the fall of the Roman Empire, and um and then pre- uh, was preceded by the Ren- oh wait. oh no no sorry the what powered the printing press back mm-hmm. then like hmm? what what would power that they didn't have electricity like a dude like cranking it yeah damn or horsepower oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actual horsepower, yeah, yeah. or like one or two horsepower. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> it, it is funny when you think about that being a term, like in regards to cars and such. Mm-hmm. Like the, I wonder how accurate that is. 
Like, I think the Hellcat or something has like 700 or 800 horsepower now. Mm -hmm. If you took 800 horses and hooked them up to something, would they go that fast? (laughs) We'll never know. Yeah. I feel like we're getting a little off track. What were we talking about? Um, um, I mean, talking what about, do I know? About, about your, uh, you were like uh, inquiring why, um, like it had to be something about the the pagan like thing or something like that like the specifics with twelve a.m. Oh yeah, yeah, and so all yeah. that, yeah. Wow, wow, <laughs> we we deviated, guys. Well, that, weird. <laughs> but yeah, remember that, when I thought this was gonna be a short episode? No, <laughs> it brought us over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so is that it then, or? Um, yeah, I have other thoughts on, like, the story-related things and game-related like things. That's yeah, just that's generic a, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now, yeah, we'll go into our ideas that we had for, like, how we can make this gameable, like, for a, uh, an RPG scenario, or even, like, a pre-pasta story, like, how we can elaborate, like, apparently somebody did with Midnight Man Challenge. Um, so for me, uh, for a game or a story, um, I'd like to see, actually, this, like, have, have a story or a game set in the old days, like, where the pagan lore was the, at its strongest, and have the, have the characters or the character be a convicted criminal or guilty or like 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 be guilty and having to go through this ritual like back in the old days like basically have it set in like ancient times like have it set from could be like it could be like a real world like historical historically accurate time period or it could be a fantastical like medieval setting like the criminals walking around with like a book and he has like well, actually, you, can't, you couldn't hold a book and write with a candle. Well, no, do you like, have to continually move with the the ritual, or could you just chill? With no, I think the no, you, you, once you have the can, once you're like once the game starts, you have to move around your house to obey the, the midnight. Yeah, um, so you just have the candle. You don't have the piece of paper. It's just well, no, I'm saying like in a situation where it just got me thinking if one of the um, transcripts of this whole ritual is some guy like writing down his experience as it's happening, but you can't because you need to stay mobile. Yeah. Well, at that point, just <laughs> yeah. At that point, I think um, the story wouldn't be so much like a first-person account. I think it would be more like a third-person like narration. Well, no, you can survive it though. Yeah, that's true. If you, you just give up, and, like... if you just give up and do the the yeah. salt thing and sit there write, writing stuff down while someone else is actually doing it. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. I don't know if I would do I would write that story that way I'd probably write it like either as an after like I, I'm a survivor of this but this is the trial I had to deal with I mean that would this town that, that would let you it. see it firsthand, but yeah. not die from it yeah if you just immediately do that like you're the warden kind of deal oh, watching yeah. this guy yeah you're observing him through the windows yeah like oh you see the light going out or like something goes wrong you have to go in and like and like you're suddenly like having to deal with this too the problem with that though is that after the game He's always watching. So if you were to try and share your story with the world, he's going to stop it. Why? Would he, because why he's would he watching. Ca- why would he care? <laughs> he, if anything, he would want more people to he do it. He wants more exposure. No, like, no. He, he doesn't. He's trying to sleep, and these assholes are waking him up at midnight... Actually, that ties, that ties actually into my other into one of my other ideas. All um, right, my other idea for this is have the scenario, the game scenario, or the story be from the viewpoint of the Midnight Man himself. Like this is his job, his life, his existence. The idea has potential to be creepy, but probably a little bit more humorous too, because you can make it like basically kind of a spooky mundane yeah. thing. Um, perhaps a dark comedy kind of angle. 
Um, as you go through the mundane aspects of being a ritual-bound entity, spirit of punishment, a demon, what have you, and cost of being woken up, like, because these assholes keep, uh, keep trying to punish, like, non-guilty people, or the people that, like, you're like, you're start, like, he's like, 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 what, maybe he, like, supernaturally knows, like, their sins, it's like, this guy doesn't do anything, but he's, like, being told to do this, this is a fucking asshole, I should That's why he's not really actually going after him, he's just like, woo, exactly. spooky. <laughs> and I'm strafing around the room. Yeah, and I mean, like, we've had games, uh, like, um that allow you to play as, like, Voorhees and other monsters rather than the survivors or the hunters. Like, looking at Evolve, Left 4 Dead, um... Day to... Day, uh... Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. I play that game. So, like, I'd like to see see this, like, tried out more in, like, a narrative or in, like, a story. Like, get it from the view angle of the monster... And like, don't do it like, don't do it lazily or like use like the low hanging fruit and make it like gore porn or like a kill like a like kill shot uh, like kind of story. It, it's, it's almost creepier when it's not. Give it like a darker. Give us like a darker personality of like like get into the, like the mindset of this like creature, and like or this being that's like constantly bound to the stupid ritual. And like, what are his thoughts about this? Oh, this whole like situation. Like, does he like doing this? Is it? Is it yeah, interview him? Exactly. <laughs> interview, interview with the Midnight Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, interview with the vampire. No. I feel like the Midnight Man probably has to be blind for this. He could. Yeah. Makes sense. Or like I said, actually, or he earlier. senses things like like maybe like, like he hears it, like like rather than like yeah like uh, well what I said earlier or... what I said earlier with the. Um, uh, the candle situation where you use the candle to summon him, and while you're holding the candle with it with it being lit, you're invisible. Yeah. To him, so he cannot see you. That's why you're k- keeping it lit. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would it make sense that he would know you're you're there if it's out? Yeah. Because if he's can actually see, a he'll see the light, and the light going out will not draw him attention to you. It will draw attention away from you. Yeah, like uh, maybe maybe the candlelight. Like yeah, for some reason he can't. He can see like he it's can, a supernatural cloaking field around. Exactly, him. that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe because it's a candle. Like again, like again because of rituals and occult, old occult lore, um, candles might have some kind of other property uh, that maybe like the thing can see you supernaturally in the dark, except for when you have a candle on. Not a candle. The candle. The candle to summon. Yeah. Like the, like maybe the light aura of, of it, candle, it yeah. is a cloaking field. Maybe Water the reason it doesn't work again. You can have it like the reason why it doesn't work um, in real life. Like, uh, like why, when you do this, like the Midnight Man doesn't actually show up. Is because you're using a normal candle, whereas this candle has to like, and then you go into some obscure like way, way to like prep the candle. Like it has to be made from the you the have to wax. carve runes in it. Exactly, like and like you don't say what the runes are. They're just like some kind of like ancient runes. So that's just so like again, somebody doesn't have the stupid idea. You can't to actually do it. Do it yeah. Or like again, the, the wax is or the fat or whatever is made from something like super obscure, like like dra- oh, not I'm not dragons, but like um, like the wax of like a, a of like Miak. A, huh. It's made from Miak. What the hell's Miak? Miak is what Ernest thought milk was, and Ernest scared stupid. Oh, Miak. Miak. Thinks it's the weakness of the trolls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Um, Am I something? K. <laughs> Miak. Of um, course. Yeah, like do something like that. Um, I think for. Game-wise, like going back to like the ancient, like the ancient days, or even like put, set this for modern. Um, well, for for a more rural, like or fantastical or historical setting, you could use Pathfinder with the horror adventures. Uh, you could use Call of Cthulhu because uh, they've got like uh, actually they've got a Roman setting. 
Yeah. Um, you could use Gumshoe Fear itself. Um, heck, Little Fears. Uh, if you want, uh, want to play uh, young teens who have broken or who are like thrill seeking, and so they, and then they summon this thing with the the whole belief slash fear angle uh, system they have in that uh, in that setting. Um, where you like, just belief, believe enough it happens. Well, no, belief uh, and fear actually empower the monsters. Okay. Um, so, like, uh, one of the original like ideas for the system before like the the second edition of it uh, was that nothing actually is mundane. Like the only the only time supernatural stuff shows up is because one of the character the main characters thinks that a mundane thing is something supernatural, and then suddenly because of their belief it becomes a supernatural like monster threat. Okay, but if you are, if you are among up, them, yeah. If you're among them and you do not believe in it and you are not afraid of anything going on, even the spooky words that people are saying in the darkness, you're not afraid of it, you're not, you don't believe in it, do you see it? Yep. Okay, because someone else... Because the other thing will do, yeah. So basically you're outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah, so you can always have that skeptic character. And but they're still fucked. But, but they're still fucked because they have to try and persuade the other guys, like, no, it's not happening, and then, like, you guys would probably have to do a ritual to, like, basically... Negate the uh, the fear effect that you guys are creating. Yeah. Um. Uh, Story wise, um, much in the same vein. As, uh, this kind of feels like this could like this like again going harkening to the, like a different time period or whatever. Uh, could be in the same vein as like the Mummers or the Shadow Shallow Brooks tales we've done uh, previously on the show. Um, like the Mummers one was actually we got actually. Uh, Do we get got, confirmation? Uh, the confirmation. The author said that it was a it was not England. It was a it was a fantastical setting. That was based loosely off of like some like some historical stuff. It actually isn't okay, a but real historical place. stuff is a large band. No, no, no of... it, it isn't a real place that was. Like, oh yeah, but to say like a I was curious tech level wise what it was. Medieval. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was still medieval like fantasy stuff or like Shallowbrook, which is again not an actual place, not an actual like it's it's a fictional fantasy setting the guy created. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like basically go dark fantasy or like basically low dark fantasy. Where like the supernatural like magic element of it is really just these rituals of like a bound demon or a bound entity, mm-hmm. um, or have but other otherwise it's just basically the modern or the the medieval world, or have um, or have it actually be a, like a historical location like have it somewhere like in some rural village in the middle of like England or Scotland or anywhere basically yeah um, honestly you could even do this with a rural town or village. Um, in modern times, um, where and just basically have it that this is like some weird esoteric ritual the town uses to deal with troublemakers or outsiders. Um, like the town doesn't even have to really be villainous for it. it could, they might just be of a tradition that they, the village has always like had. Like they know nothing's like, going to happen, but they just do it to scare the the kid into not yeah, fucking up anymore. Like there's just like like the Wicker Man or uh, the Lottery from uh, uh, there's a book that uh, a uh, uh, an author wrote back in like the 50s or 60s the lottery by shirley jackson where this town was like setting up a lottery or something like that, and like the whole like novel like oh yeah she won the lottery she won the lottery and then as it goes on it's like oh no you lost the lo- you won the lottery my condolences and like it got more like what's going on and then it turned out that it was really a harvest ritual like the, oh. the harvest were poor so they uh, every uh, she won the lottery in that she was the one that was going to get stoned to death so that the harvest would be nice next year so like again like and this is like a modern like a relative I think it was like I think it was a like a, a relatively modern at the time um, like setting but it was in but it was exactly yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. but it was in like a farming community like like that's isolated 
Like, you could have it that way. Yes, Mikey, now that you're, like, quietly giggling to yourself. <laughs> it was modern at the time. Yeah, modern in the 50s. Like, that's modern. Modern at the time. Everything's modern at I the mean, time. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. okay. That's a stretch there, Mike. Yeah. He, he said some way stupider things. <laughs> I've said some much stupider things on the yeah. show. Um, yeah, maybe the, again, like, just kind of going on that again, like, again, maybe the Midnight Man is some dark god that has to be appeased, or like a spirit of harvest. Again, like, using that old, that traditional... Local village has a ritual to make sure the crops come in next week, next year, and they u- and maybe the village uses the ritual and they say it's for like scare tactics and the, to um, like to like teach like to punish the troublesome and the and like, the people that get out of line or whatever. Yeah, but maybe that's just the front. Maybe the ritual is actually for appeasing this entity so that they have a good harvest every year. So they just keep saying, "Oh well, Jimmy, there. Uh, oh, he uh, he knocked down. He accidentally fell over." Uh, uh, and knocked over that person's uh, stall or something in town. Oh well, he's he's got to go into the ritual. Like uh, you got to be taught a lesson. But really, they just needed a a person there. And maybe that's the story. Like maybe it's uncovering this conspiracy of the small town. Like again, like hot fuzz, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like totally. realizing what they're doing. Um, it's for the greater good. The greater good. Uh, yeah. So uh, and then another idea I had was a modern. Uh, set up uh, where uh, the characters uh, could be the police or investigative group. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> looking into no, looking into the, yeah, looking into the disappearances and death of a friend who tried huh. to uh, to try uh, tried the ritual. Um, have them start looking into the game and go from there, like uh, as a as basically have it as the seed, uh, much like Ragnar Drock did. Or Hot Fuzz <laughs> uh, with that, um, where like the or character- South Park actually as well. Yeah, they did it. They did it with um, Big Smalls. No, it's not Biggie Smalls. <laughs> oh, who was it? it? It was um, Britney Spears. Oh yeah, it was uh, everyone taking pictures of her. Not a lesson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The no, that guy. Yeah. The heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just have like that. Like again. Um, like your buddies like gone missing. Like been like go, like you guys haven't seen your buddy for like a couple of days. So like the characters go to investigate. Like check out the house. And they find him like dead, disemboweled in the in his basement, uh, with this like with a like partially open, like partially, um, uh, like completed like salt circle, yeah. um, and like this like oh, maybe on his laptop was like the the wiki page, <laughs> just to go just to go straight into like a modern like like keep, keep it like modern and some of that and again just fictionalized. It's not a wiki page. It's creepypasta. <laughs> that, that wiki. Yeah, the doctor wiki. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Creepypasta.com. No, no, that was doctor that wiki. Yeah, no, I just follow links. I don't type things in. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I do just send you the links. Creepypasta.wikia. Wikia. Yeah. Why are some of them wiki and some uh, wikia? You're asking the wrong person. Because it's a Wikipedia situation, so they're just shortening Wikipedia to wikia, yeah. I suppose? Maybe. It's a domain thing. So, uh, basically, wikia is a different domain from wiki. Yeah, so oh, really? different people own. Even though they still call oh. it creepypasta, I think they even on their website, like on the the, the main front page for creepypasta.wiki, it's called creepypasta.wiki, not wikia. Yeah. Well, Except the actual what? the actual URL is creepypasta.wikia.com, but at yeah. the title it says creepypasta wiki. Yeah. Yeah. Because wikia is a wiki. Yeah. 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 
It really cool. comes down to who owns the domain. So different yeah. people own Wiki versus Wikia. Oddly enough, I tend to go to Wikias more than Wikis. Uh, and Wikias are also more fan-based yeah. stuff, whereas Wiki is more actual Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Even though I think Creepos on Wiki is just done by fans, too. That's what he just said. Yeah, because of Wikia. Wikia. Yeah, yeah. Wiki but, I mean, they, but they call it Creepasta Wiki, so. <sighs> yes. <because laughs> it doesn't matter what it's called, it's on Wiki. All right, all right, fine. So it's a Wiki. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. Um, okay, so we'll finish this. Then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me your notes. I'll read them for you. I'm all done. Actually, that was that was my notes. Oh, um, like that was my those were my ideas for the story. So, okay. So, uh, my step one is using actual star constellations to determine when to do the ritual. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. As opposed to an the star exact field, time, the Starfield would do would come up with that. Yeah. It makes sense. You you sure put yourself in the story. I am. You are the Midnight Man. <laughs> My God, Mikey. The E stands for Midnight Man. What? What? Slice. Yes. No, it's Mikey. The M stands for Midnight Man. Bam. There, there you go. go. So what? What does the I and K stand for? No, it's. We're moving the decimal point. <laughs> Mike? No, it's M. Ike. You're not. It's Ike. It's M. I. It's it's Ekem. Ekem. No, no, we're not moving the M. <laughs> we're moving the decimal point. All right, fine. So it's M. Ike. Okay. Like Ike from so far. I got you. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the South Park show. Yes. So we're not doing. Oh. That. I'm immediately sad forever. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I was thinking of uh, the best sort of location to have a, a game or a story based off of this, and it went. My mind went to a mansion or castle that has hidden exits. Ooh, Castle Loma would be good. Like again, thinking locally, yeah. um, or Ontario, pro- thinking provincially. Yeah, um, yeah like Castellano's got like a bunch of secret com- uh, hidden like yeah. passages and beyond the the walls and stuff. Basically, ways to escape the Midnight Man. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about that. If, for example, if sorry to cut you off, if we do in this room, mm-hmm. there's that door to get in here and that door to outside. So if we do all the stuff on that door and then just walk outside, aren't we safe? Well. I would assume it has to be in a room with only one way in. It, but why? It has to be a wooden door on the outside that you summon him with. Well, that has to be someone from outside. Is what we determined. Yeah, that would make sense. If he is a physical creature, if he's incorporeal and he could be summoned, it could be any door. But regardless, even if you do do the front door, we'll use the example here too. Front door. Mm -hmm. That's a back door. He has another back door upstairs. Yeah. So, can you just summon him and then just walk out the door and leave? May, unless there's <laughs> the unless other door? Unless you, like, add something like where, like, you can't leave the building. Like, doesn't say. Yeah. It, so doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't say do say, not leave the building. It does not say, yeah. It, 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 it doesn't even say do not open this, that wooden door again. It's just... That's true. Yeah. You could probably just leave. <laughs> but, that, but, that, but, but that's well, you trolling him. Yeah, exactly. Or what would happen, like, if you do leave, and suddenly he's, like, outside now with you, and now you have basically all angles he can get you from. <laughs> 
Yeah, I suppose. Not just yeah. in a confined space. Now you have like. Honestly, though, you're better off. Probably, yeah. Because there's no yeah. walls to get cornered in. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. Yeah, so I would probably add the stipulation that once you've summoned him and closed the door, the barrier, there's a barrier, there's for a barrier around the house until 3.33, and you cannot physically open any doors because they're supernaturally shut. Yes. Except for interior doors. Except for interior doors, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not cool, bro. So, like, there's a magic <laughs> ring that forms around the house, and it kind of shrink wraps the house. Mm-hmm. Just the outside. That's actually why, uh, if you do it during the like, because uh, you're a midnight person and you do it uh, at noon, um, the house suddenly gets engulfed in like a sh- a, a cone of, or like a sphere of darkness, and like it's just like a giant <laughs> black like uh, plastic bag just lands over the house and exactly. they they hook up a giant uh, like reverse vacuum situation. A giant. <laughs> I went D and D. You went. E.T.? Uh, E.T., I think they, like, they, uh, they don't quite do that, but they basically, like, quarantine the house by, like, putting giant, like, by putting, like, plastic over all of the house, yeah. basically. And like giant black a, plastic bag, hook up a vacuum to it, just... <laughs> as it's, like, shrink-wrapping the house. Yeah. Wow. And then his, his accomplice is like, there, there we go, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go check out now and get my pay. We can make anything super mundane. Yeah, <laughs> you should yeah. know that by now. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, another idea, sort of based on the premise of the mansion castle, because I, I really like that premise. Yeah, it's like um, Is that you have, like, a bunch of friends invited over for a party, and then, lo and behold, there's one kid... That um, he, he flips the breaker to turn off all the lights and summons the Midnight Man. No. But, and you'd have to change it so that everybody is affected. Or maybe it was a really weird party and, like, you had to, like, sign, like, a, a guest book with blood. <laughs> like, oh. s- sign a guest book and then, like, take a prick and, like, put your blood on it, like, on, like, a, like as a. Uh, a period a after it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of like it's like oh yeah no it's a Halloween party it's all spooky and stuff like that and they're like so you just gotta do this like, oh, all right fine so we'll get into get into get into the mood of Halloween I guess and then yep. it's like <laughs> <laughs> now you're all my bitches yes <laughs> like yeah exactly like that kind of thing like I can, yeah. I can actually see that being a movie idea <laughs> like that I'm not entirely sure that's not a movie somewhere <laughs> or this guy's literally just trying to scare his friends by doing this and then he gets a black morph suit and shuts all the lights off. <laughs> It's like, ooh. <laughs> Again, I can't make anything mundane. No, I, I still like that because that, that that's mundane. But then, like, then he gets then I'm gonna turn around on you. He's then he's basically walking around and like they're doing the thing as if it's. Like the ritual, but it's, again, he's mundane. Like he's actually the Midnight Man doesn't exist; it's just him. But he's got, <laughs> he, he decides he wants to kill all his friends. Yeah. So it suddenly it becomes a a, a, a a slasher flick, or the guy, or that exact thing happens. And him, then the Midnight Man he up. actually shows up. Yes. And then him and the um the act of the, the murderer have to like duke it out. Yeah. While the, the innocent people like, are trying, trying to, to leave, they're trying to get kills. Like a kills. Oh yeah. yeah, becomes a buddy horror. <laughs> yeah, until the end. Of the oh, end of the biggest of fan. Oh, really? Can you sign my knife? Oh, I, I guess, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Stabs him. Uses his own blood. There you go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Say ya. Uh. 
Yeah, no, I like that idea. <laughs> <Jill> <laughs> on. Yep. All right, we're writing that story next. Cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's going to happen. And then, personally, I, I would uh, remove the uh, 3.33 a.m. Yeah. Limit and just have it until dawn or something. That's a thing, though. But uh, even dawn, it's a specific time. But dawn changes depending which time of year it is. Is it just specifically like, like when, when the light when, touches? When, sunlight, when, yeah, yeah. when sunset, or yeah. sun, uh, sunrise, sorry, yeah. yeah. But when the house is covered in a giant garbage bag, it can't be touched by light. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's also so, not a thing. It, it it would be either until dusk or until dawn. Because if you summon them during the day and make the bubble happen... Yes. Then it goes away once it actually becomes nighttime. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually looking up why... Just like exactly to find out, and I am actually finding something. Apparently, it's like the it's a spiritual number, possibly for the devil, like not like six six six, but like three three three. I'm double checking because apparently it like, isn't. I no, could swore three 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 was like the anti, like like an angelic number, and six 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 is an evil number. Yeah, and then nine 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 is also an evil number. Is it? Yeah, because it's just six 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 back uh, upside down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That does seem to be, like, not uh, to bash you, Mikey, but evil does just kind of seem to copy good. Like, the the cross, it's like, here's a cross, it's all nice. Turn upside down. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that so, was evil. Accor- according to occult beliefs, morning, 2.33 a.m. Um, to 2.33? 2.33 a.m. to 3.33 a.m. is called the devil's hour. That's why it's apparently it is a, a the devil's hour at the, in, the, in that part. Yeah. Okay then. Yep. It's it's again. It's, it's, also, it's also called the witching hour. Again, it's, uh, I think in occult beliefs, it's it's basically the time of the night when the when witch covens and stuff like that were like legend or rumored to like conduct their 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 meetings with the devil and stuff. I think that's where it stems from. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I mean, like again, it's just another. It's a spook. They used it because it's a spooky time that is ah. age old. I see. Surprise! It's not seven oh six. I hate seven oh six because it would be technically six six six. Just looks down. like, wait, really? <laughs> what? Because yes. it's six minutes. Six minutes past six sixty, and six sixty rolls over to seven. Wow. You're right. What a revelation! Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. I thought it was just 706 is a bad number because I don't want to get up at 706. That specific time. Yeah. yeah. Seven, I don't want to wake up that early. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Just weird that you, you took that specific time. Like, yeah, I hate that time specifically. Yeah, because again, like, it's like, oh, I don't want to wake up that early. It's like, ugh. Seven, ugh. Seven, anytime it's seven, really, is anything. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so, so my last note here uh, is that uh, this would more work for kids or teenagers uh, actually doing the ritual because an adult would be like, yeah, I'm not doing no. that. Yeah, exactly. 
And, and yet, I mean, you say that there's a lot there, of adrenaline there, junkies out there. Yeah, that there's, are, also, but, but yeah, still. there's also a lot of the again like nostalgia horror. Like, oh, remember when we did like Bloody Mur- uh, Bloody Mary and uh, Bloody Murder? <laughs> Bloody Murder. <laughs> we did do that, but also Bloody Mary. Like, remember when we did Bloody Mary last like a couple summers ago? Like, oh, oh yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> we really need to stop quoting South Park. No, yeah. like. And it's <laughs> a problem. No, I just like I feel like we do too much. Yeah. We're oversaturating ourselves with South Park episodes. And, and just for fun, have Sam and Dean from Supernatural show up. <laughs> okay, this is right up their alley, you know. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, set in the self in the South Park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's, I like how this is immediately after. Let's stop referencing South Park. The next thing out of your wor- out of your mouth. <laughs> Set in the supernatural universe. <laughs> damn you. Damn you straight to hell. <laughs> Who's evil now? <laughs> Both of you. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh... Da- or, so, uh... Gamer. Yeah, that'd be me. Mm-hmm. Um, well... I have a little bit to go on, but not too much for these. Um, in regards to making it more of a story... Um... It, like I wrote down a very super brief rundown of it. If you directly translated this into a semi-predictable creepypasta format that yeah. everyone tends to do. Narrative Man. Spook <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Or Narrative Man. Learns the ritual through a couple of friends wanting to all do it together. They do the ritual. The Midnight Man kills his friends, but he survives to write the pasta, and he puts it online to warn others. Yeah. Like that's, that's, a, a, that's very... a classic, like that. That's straight up, um, like, yeah, that's straight up. Cla- like that would feel that feels at least classic creep pasta. Yeah, uh, like, and it gives a reason why it's online. Yeah, which is something I like. Uh, and it was a BYOD party. Bring your own blood. Door. Oh, BYOD. Sorry, I thought BYOD is like bring your own uh, booze, blood. <laughs> yeah. yes. BYOD. Yeah, you gotta bring your own door. Oh God. Okay. Again. <laughs> Set it, okay. No. No. Idea. 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 Set it on island. Like I said earlier. Like mm-hmm. just like there's like a clearing in the middle of this island. Like and you have to like no make a door frame. There's four of you, and you set you put the doors. All in like uh, like kind of in a circle, like all facing each other, and then you do the ritual like up from the inside, and then like it summons four midnight men. <laughs> That'd be a problem. <laughs> each one for each uh, uh, one for each of the, uh, the the victims. Like have it be like it's like you thought that this would only summon one. No, or, like, they did it to try and confuse them. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! I can duplicate. <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah. Also, apparently, I'm Freddy Krueger now, bitch. Because <laughs> that's his line. That's his like. That's his tagline. It's like, it's like, hi, bitch. <laughs> like, just it just leaves. It has bitch at the end of every like. Does line. he? Yeah. It's been ages. I, I, I've been watching a couple of like reviews of his, like, of like of his movies, and it's like, yeah, wow, his his tagline is just bitch. You know, reviews of his. I just imagined Freddy Krueger was reviewing random right, movies. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna review my new my my first movie, bitch. <laughs> no, I figured he'd be reviewing. Just other movies like we're gonna review Sleepaway Camp, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where this bitch does this thing, yeah. Turns out that bitch wasn't a bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. I think someone has to make that show now. I think so. Fuck. Yeah. Or at least a co- we, that needs to be a comic at some point. Yeah. That's more than doable. Time to resurrect as a digital celluloid. <laughs> is it? Is it then? 
I mean, I haven't drawn it for like three years. It's on hiatus. <laughs> yeah, it's, on, it's been on. It technically has been on hiatus. I have like at least uh, four or five or six more like like comic scripts. Yeah. For like kind of concluding at least one part of it mm-hmm. that I just haven't gotten around to. But anyway. Oh yes, great pasta. So um, yeah, that's the the short version, which would be a pretty standard creepypasta that would not piss me off yeah um but it also wouldn't do anything too unique and then if you elaborated it into more of a short story um essentially use the creepypasta part as chapter one yeah and then from there it's so it's continuing from the previous one the survivor is constantly seeing the midnight man through his life because he's always watching Mm -hmm. um and the man's always haunting his life causing him to make mistakes like uh, losing his friends, uh, losing his career, getting in a car crash because he's constantly like not able to focus. Like not even sorry, just not even like basing it off of like again, uh, it always watches or it's always yeah. watching. Um, that sounds oddly similar, to, like in terms of like uh, like the idea or the trope or plot idea as Ben Drowned because doesn't like Ben Drowned like Ben start like kind of following him, like he starts seeing him in real life. Like I don't recall that happening. I I, I vaguely remember him while. like he was like like. In like at a restaurant, you saw like the statue, like um, like beyond the bushes outside or something like that. And he uh, I I can't recall, but like may or may of, not be right. But that kind of thing, well, yeah. Like I like that idea of like he's just like like in a drive-through and like he just sees the the midnight man like just in McDonald's eating a burger, or, or just like beyond the uh, the beyond the drive-through, like just like in like it's at night. So he's like, at the trick machine with like the hat and the shirt on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Really, I, I kind of picture the Midnight Man now as a revenant from uh, Secret World Legends. Yeah, like it's just that. and now I'm just picturing it like in that cloak and so on. Like, like turns he still has the name tag on it. So the hood just turns like. Shh. <laughs> He's got the like little visor underneath the hood. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> this is a silly place, but um, <laughs> yeah. So um, him being there is con- like. Slowly or not so slowly, making him go insane over his life to the point that he loses his friends, his, gets in a car crash, loses his career. Like, p- people potentially die because of this. Yeah. And using what little money he has left, he decides to find out how to rid himself of this man so he can live the rest of his life. Um, he goes to a source, he goes from source to source trying to find more information on they find the, origin, the ritual like yeah, to find the, the origin of it and what to do. Ooh. He um, uses the last of his money. What? Okay, so. Yeah, he uses the last of his money. No, go, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, sorry, I don't... Oh, I, don't I can sure. keep going then. There's not too much. Okay. Uh, he uses the last of his money to travel to place, location where it started. Um, he finds that he needs some higher up in the pagan religion to do some other ritual to prove that he's innocent to the Midnight Man. And then, like, the story ends with him living in that new location, trying to make a living so he can move home. And he posted online as a warning to people... Of all the bad that happened, and a reminder to people that, of the people that died because of all this over the past 10, 20 years of his life. Yes. Now what? <laughs> all right. So, we're going to mash some ideas together from both of you. Cool. Okay, so, yeah, he's trying to find the origin of this. We actually give the origin as, like, an actual, like, set it down as a uh, an old castle ruin in Ireland or Scotland or somewhere. And so, and then it becomes, because, like, that's where the original village was, like, somewhere in, like, a rural part where there's, like, some, uh, a castle ruin and some of that. And then we basically... Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> I want to make a South Park reference. I do. I do. And we have it, like, he has to go to, kind of. he has to go to, uh, to, uh, the ruins and, like, redo the, uh, the ritual, um, in daylight. 
like at, at ah. no, on noon, and it encompasses the. But like when he activates it, he realizes it basically uh, activates the ritual, and it just encompasses the entire root castle in darkness. Maybe like instead of blood, day. it's like a tear of his own. From, yeah, like, exactly. How much like, he's trying to reverse him. the ritual, basically. Yeah. And basically, all it does is just now. The rich, uh, the way the Midnight Man thing works is like if he survives till like three thirty three in the uh, er, in the morning. Well, in, no, in the afternoon. Afternoon, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he uh, uh, the Midnight Man is vanquished, and he no longer watches him forever. Like it basically like permanently cuts, gets rid of the, the ritual, like breaks the ritual completely. Yeah. Um, oh wait, what would he be holding? Because he wouldn't need a candle. Um, what would be a good? What would be What's a good, the opposite of a candle? Uh, a bucket of water. <laughs> Oh no no no! Yeah, a, a a goblet of water, and when it starts frosting over, that's when he realizes it's, uh, the uh, the midnight man's near. But what would you do? Or to... when it starts going turning red, maybe. Like, but what would you do to negate that effect? Because the whole candle situation, it goes out, and then you have to relight it. Oh, unlit candle. And then when it lights, and then when it lights up, he has to blow it out again. Like he has to blow it out to keep it uh, yeah. to keep it unlit. What about the salt? The salt, um, salt. Well, salt, salt, salt's actually like that's just, again, again folklore because it's a purifying agent. Um, it's used to, as a protect, as a uh, cleansing, pure, uh, protective circle or like protective element. Yeah, yeah. clearly you have to use pepper. <laughs> I mean, no, because legitimately, like salt is actually like the reason why it's in the ritual to begin with is because it's a protection against demons and supernatural threats. Yeah, but pepper is the anti-salt. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> Hilariously, you're right. Hilariously, you're right. Realistically, for, 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 a good, for a decent story, though, I'm going to have to admit yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just being critically silly. No, I understand. I, I get it. I just like, no. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> yes. Don't make me get the water spritzer out. <laughs> I will drown a couple of those stars. <laughs> um, wonder how that would work. Like, you spritz a little bit of water, and then, like, in that universe, it's this giant glob of water <laughs> that, like, extinguishes like, an entire star and wipes out wipes millions out. of people. <laughs> Black, like, wipes out a, an entire star system yeah. by blacking out their sun. <laughs> anyway. That's real nice of you. Um, yeah, so we take that idea, again, like, your idea, like, like the creep pasta, like, the survivor guy happens. Yeah. Then the next part of it, the next arc, or the next, like, um, chapter. chapter or stage of the story is um, he's going? It's kind to, of in a three act structure. It's yeah, like three structure, the yeah. standard creepypasta one. The after throughout his entire life, and then like him, him actually fixing find, it. Exactly. Yeah, going yeah. to this like rural place. It doesn't even have to be Ireland or Scotland. That's just it's come up because of like some recent things uh, that I've like been looking at, and again like castles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like castle, like some kind of castle ruin. Like there used to be a village there. It's now a ghost town kind of thing. Um, and yeah. they go in there and like. The, yeah, he has to do the ritual, like, a uh, slightly tweaked version of the ritual. Like, again, instead of blood, tear, mm-hmm. um, the candle can't be lit. Um, it has to be an iron door. <laughs> yeah. Um, which Castle sometimes had. Um, or, like, it has to be the iron, like, instead of, like, knocking on the wood, you have to, like, knock on, like, the iron, um, like... Knocker. Knocker, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, again, like, the place gets engulfed. Maybe silver, maybe, because it's pure. Maybe. <laughs> um, or maybe maybe he has to uh, have carry, instead of the salt, he has to carry a, 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 a silver knife to stab the Midnight Man. That's how he gets rid of him. He's actually, it's now a cat and mouse game. Oh, shit. Like, he's, it's like, uh, it's basically, no, 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 the Predator theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> if I bleed, I can kill you. <laughs> yup. Um... But yeah, no, I, I, 
I'd be down for that scenario. That's like, pretty neat. And now, do we want the do we want the narrator to? He's not going to be narrator, man. He will be named. Okay, yeah. if oh, that's obviously. where you're going. No, no. <laughs> do we want him to die at the end? Like, do we want him to lose, or do we want him? To no, succeed? because we need a reason why but this is online. He succeeds, and like that I, I don't and necessarily actually, need like, a happy you're... ending because he, he can have friends maybe that go with him that are also trying to rid of this. And they get killed. But someone has to live to put this online. Yeah, because that's one thing that bugs me when something's online and there's no reason that it would be. Yeah. Um, also, because if it is online, then you can get completely immersed in it. It's like, oh, maybe this actually now, happened because he lived and he posted. Because this is a horror story, does the ritual to get rid of the... by killing the, the, the thing, does it actually stop the ritual? Or does... Is this like a concluded, like, the ritual's broken, like, the Midnight Man is, is gone no, completely. He's or, just, like, he comes back later. Or, like, this is just... This just stopped it for this guy. Exactly. Yeah, you're not like, killing the Midnight yeah. Man. You're just ending your contract with him. Exactly, yeah. That's what it is, basically. You have to, like... That's how you break the contract. But he thinks he's doing it for the rest of the world. And then, like... It's all clinical the, magic. Maybe the... Yeah, maybe the, uh, the epilogue of the story is, like... So, I've started seeing, like, other people, like, doing the ritual. Like, I don't know why they do the ritual, but... The Midnight Man's back. I thought I got rid of him, but maybe I only got rid of him for me. Like, so I'm putting this out here because, like, this is how you stop him. Go to go to this place. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there's a huge influx of people <laughs> traveling to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and that'll be the sequel. Miss Creepypasta will single-handedly, like, increase tourism in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I like that idea though. Like that, it is pretty cool. That that's a cool like brainstorm there. So. <laughs> we did it! Yay! Yay! Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Mikey? No. I mean, it's still on my turn. Oh, you, you know, <laughs> I, I went for like that, but yeah. Uh, also, because it looked like he was like waiting, kind of patiently there for a second. Okay, no. come on. Cool. So yeah, yeah, that would be neat. But um, <laughs> that was one idea. I had. Oh, sorry. That, well, that was the story related one. Okay. In regards to a tabletop game, um, I didn't. I couldn't think of too many ideas to take it, but um, you also can only have exposure to a few games. Like, well, yeah. Also, I I kind of read it super late last night. Like, maybe I started reading at twelve. <laughs> at twelve, and then until three thirty. Well, I mean, yeah, I had to I had to read it on my phone while I was mobile. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah because the midnight man was chasing me, exactly. so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, tabletop wise, um, a way that you could do it is informational. So, the reason that the players are doing a ritual, like, it's not necessarily the seed and the main reason for whatever's happening in the story, but you could use it as a a means of characters to commune with the Midnight Man for information. Oh, so, like, basically a deal, or contacting, a, like, an entity or something like that. Essentially, it's yeah. It's basically a contact being or something like that. In, yeah, but in that situation, team. you would immediately do the salt and just wait there for yeah. him. Then he would show up, it's like, what? And then, and then <laughs> just... And then, I just woke up, what do you want? Yeah. And then, like, if you guys happen to have, like, the cast uh, cast demon out, you can basically just, like, banish him uh, when you want. Like, basically, because in RPGs, you generally, ha- uh, your characters sometimes have more power than a regular person. Yeah. Well, even in that situation, if you just do the ritual and then immediately do the salt and just wait there for him to show up for the reason of, like, con- of talking with him, he can't do anything with you. That's so, true. you doing the ritual, you're getting all the information you need that he has... But you are locked there until three thirty three. Yeah, I also, I think that's also what the guy, what the NPC character did in his uh, in that uh, that unknown armies game. Oh, really? Um, he was basically he called his. I think he called his buddies up. It's like, yeah, so I did this. I did this ritual I found online and uh, to try to get some information or some power and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm currently stuck in a in a circle of salt and. 
oh god, it's throwing things at me, trying to get me out of the circle. Which I don't know, like, yeah, it was like throwing, it was like poltergeisting things at him. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then he obviously got, like, he broke the circle and got possessed by the creature. And then it turned out that yeah. demons, if, like, the Midnight Men's actually a demon, and in their setting of, of Unknown Armies, demons are actually just, like, people who have, like, unfinished... Uh, Unfinished business. So the ghosts? Uh, but like really shitty unfinished business. Like I think he was uh, the Midnight Man was actually a prostitute who was killed by by a uh, by the by the um, by one of her like patrons or whatever. And so and, she and wanted Mid- to basically use the vessel of, the, of this guy. Wait, she? Yeah. The Midnight Man. Don't Bull man. Uh, they have they like demons like they they have that they're gender fluid. Like this is the way it kind of was. Is like they are. Both Why did they just make it a dude? I don't know, man. Right. But anyway. um... The way they had it is like, yeah, uh, they were basically like the uh, this demon was piggybacking on his buddy so that they could get revenge on somebody. Yeah, and they were the guys. The 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 game basically became how do we appease this demon without uh, so that it won't ruin our buddy's life, even though he's an idiot uh, <laughs> for, doing this, for doing this stupid ritual that he found online. Yeah, <laughs> um, and or but wait, wait, the guy the the guy that killed this this de- this per- demon originally is some asshole like skinhead. Maybe we should just let uh, Steve die or like Steve burn. Uh, Burn for this by like committing murder, because <laughs> basically the demon would leave Steve or whatever his name was um, after he she had, they had murdered the, uh, their, the the their murderer and leave Steve at the crime scene. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a problem. Yeah, I don't like resolutions like that because then it's a moral dilemma. Like, well, no, I don't mean that. I mean specifically that is ending the creature. Well, no, because the it's the way that the, that the way they set it up was that. The Midnight Man is more of a title, so like it's not so much summoning the Midnight Man. You're summoning a Midnight Man, like a demon, oh, a, a, okay. a demon that takes on that persona. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's fine. Yeah, that's a good way around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it, or do you have anything um, else on that? That's pretty much yeah. Yeah, sorry. Like uh, yeah, basically going off your idea, like yeah, like having it. Like basically, just be a uh, an in, like a gather information I think, or like a, a genie kind of situation. Yeah, you keep yourself protected, and then you now just basically summon something so you can get some information from them, or use it as a means to um, contact a like if you're a shadow creature, like a a pure shadow form of yourself, or if your character has it, like a split personality insanity, you use it to wait a way to directly talk to your insane. Oh, self. that would be good. So like. Sleep paralysis, or a mental. Or like, I mean, no, like, but since you bring it up, why not? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, no. I, I wasn't going there. Um, no, I like that idea. Or also, like, uh, it's not just so like simple. Like, uh, it's just simple. Like putting putting a, a circle of salt like around you to protect you, and then summoning it, and then you guys talk. He 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 summons. He's like, all right, now it's like, oh, really. <laughs> well, um, let me tell you this: you can survive for the next three three until uh, three thirty three. Um, I'll, I'll ask, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. And then basically he starts trying to get you, like basically the, uh, there's a couple of like tests that you have to roll or whatever to, um, avoid things that he's like throwing at you again. Like, like there's some obstacles that he's like, um, like there's some, you, you, you can't abstract, very far when you're no, in the you, you abstract some time, uh, the pass and basically, um, like there's like two or three, uh, rolls that you have to make. To avoid whatever he's throwing at you to jump, like to get out of the way of from the uh, thing, or do you take the damage? And if you fail, like, to, uh, and you end up like breaking the circle, he then like starts like, uh, like you got to get a sandblast 
um, or you take some like even more damage, and you you have basically start over next like the next night. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you make it kind of like yeah, you can get all, like a bunch of information on this guy, but you got to go through these trial, this little trial, in order to get that information from. Yeah. Him. I mean, but that's already been done. That's exactly what happened in that other one. In that, yeah, I mean, you can still do it. Like, oh, I, I know. Yeah, like, I, I was like, just thinking of other ways to. Yeah, I mean, potentially do it. Okay, fair enough. And since you brought it up, aliens, alien He's slugs. Actually, what? <laughs> we already brought up aliens. We we reference ET already. No, but but slugs specifically, which is why you have a ring of salt. <laughs> ah, I see. Wait, so is it the Yerks from Animorphs? The Yurks from Animorphs were sp- were brain slugs that uh like they were the main enemy of the, the series, and they were brain slugs that got into people's heads and uh, took and took over whole like space like whole whole nations in, st- in, in among the stars. Mm-hmm. And the Andorians were uh, shapeshifters that tried that. Would I was gonna say, battle. aren't the Animorphs like kids that turn into animals? Because they met an alien Andorian, um, which is like a centaur shapeshifting dude, who gave them the power to shapeshift into animals to fight the Yurks. Right. Hilariously enough, Animorphs has a multi like has a, a like eleven plus book star saga like like or like saga of like and it gets really dark by the end like because it's like starts going to all out like sp- like space war like hmm. conflict. Well, yeah, it's it's actually talk to Matt from Drunk and the Ugly about it or check out. There's actually a bunch of there's actually a podcast about it that like tackles Animorphs like we do like how, like we tackle Creepbusters oh, yeah. where they read each novel and, oh, does, wow. and, and and look at it. Damn. Um, yeah, I might leave that section below. I'm not sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, um, Mikey, if you uh, when we're at Gen Con, you want you can tell uh, ask uh, Matt about the Animorphs. <laughs> I'll just bring up space thugs and won't know anything. Yeah, well, no, no, like, oh, the Yerks? Because <laughs> he actually, he actually uh, read, like, the, he binge read the entire Animal series last year. Oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, the main reason um, I thought about doing it informational in regards to making it for a tabletop is because, like you said, the, the ritual itself is just kind of done for reasons. Yeah, like and. I, I can't see another reason that a player would want to summon a supernatural creature aside from wanting to get information out of them. Because if you're summoning this hazardous, dangerous creature, what for? Exactly. Unless you're doing it as a way as, like, there's some other creature there and you're summoning the Midnight Man to deal with him. Yeah. A counter, a counter ritual, basically. Yeah, like but... Of the Nemesis ritual. At that actually, point, how do you know that they're going to fight each other? You actually, get the blood of the you get blood of the creature, and you write the creature's name down. I actually uh, did that. That's what normally do. One of the ideas I had for our um, for one of our supernatural games um, is that uh, when combating like like creep pasta monsters or like supernatural monsters, you uh, you could perform the nemesis ritual, which basically just summons the counter monster to that. So like for again, this, if if it's a seed eater. You summon the rape centaur. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's Slenderman, you ra- you summon the Splenderman. Yep. <laughs> like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like if it's um, a vampire, or if it's like a, a werewolf, or a, hey, it's a vampire. You summon a werewolf, or it's a, if it's an are angel. they counters really? Yeah, they actually are. Uh, at least in a lot of literature, they are like counters to each other. Um, well, that's not a counter then. It's not like one that directly counters the other. They're at all. They com- yeah, they are, they're at all. It's a com- it's a nemesis like thing. It's not counter com- like like they they will combat each other. Yes, but they want in in, in yeah. some lore, in some legend, or not legend, in some literature, like uh, a were- if a werewolf uh, ki- can ki- a werewolf can kill a vampire, 
just as easily as a vampire can kill a werewolf. Yes. I was thinking of in terms of, like, video game-wise, like, Pokemon, like, what's, um... <laughs> what's a fire elemental versus a... Like, yeah, fire versus leaf. Fire... Wins. Wins, Where because it has a benefit. Water, water, or water doesn't uh, beat leaf, or water against fire, water is stronger against fire. Yeah. That, that's yeah, how we thought of it. Yeah, because because one of the first things we talked about was the the salt versus the slugs. Is like they can't beat the salt. Yeah, they win. But yes, summoning something that will combat it at equal efficiency. Yeah, whatever the word is for that. Because I don't. I'm pretty sure it's counter. Yeah. Or yeah, like countering seems like it is. You you are doing something for the purpose of winning immediately. No. It, Sorry, I had to look up that word. It, it might be. I might be um, confusing it with. Uh, I, I'm thinking in terms of like sword fighting. Yeah, yeah. I might be thinking of parrying. Yeah, I think that's what you're thinking about. Because if you parry something, I don't know. I forget. Yeah. Because parrying is like well, countering nullifies <clears throat> essentially, and parrying would like put you at an advantage, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm probably wrong. Don't worry about it. You're still worrying about it. Yes. <laughs> Fine. Yes. So, anyways, yes. the, the space yeah. lugs. Yes. Uh, when they get to, they have a paralyzing ability. So that's why you have to get the salt down, so you don't get sleep paralysis. Huh? And the midnight man's actually not a thing. Like, a, a, basically, the the parasites are the are the paralyzing agent also causes hallucinations, which creates um, the the shadowy, the, figure. the shadowy figure, which actually in sleep paralysis is an entity that people see a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. When they experience sleep paralysis. So you're saying it's aliens and sleep paralysis together? Yeah. <laughs> he did his own joke. <laughs> yeah. Also, so wait, does, the, does the, the ritual summon an alien slug creatures? Yeah. I guess, you know what, I, I can believe that because, like, uh, in Cthulhu Mythos, um, the supernatural summonings and stuff summon alien creatures, not actual, like, uh, spiritual creatures because it's just hypergeometry. Um, or think about it like this. Place. You have three hours and... Th- he, the space slug has three hours and 33 minutes to land his ship. Crawl... <laughs> he's not running, he's crawling. He's a slug. <laughs> crawl into your house and kill him. Yes. You have to give him ample amounts of time. Yeah, it's clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly three and a half hours. Or three hours three and 33 minutes. minutes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is there any more? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm tapped out. Okay. I think we're. I think we've done some, both serious and hilarious, uh, like brainstorming for this uh, story. Right, hilarious. Yes, it's hilarious. It's a word now. <laughs> yes, I guess it is. Um, and I guess next week we're going to find out um, what an actual what, what a a creep pasta that actually exists based off of this creep this ritual mm-hmm. pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it fails like, in comparison yeah, to the one we made. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Not to toot our own horn or anything, but toot toot toot. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you like what you heard, and if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also check us out on creep. Um, wait, yeah. You can also check us out on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at E stands for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. The gamer in yellow is at Gamer in Yellow with the W because he got rid of the t- the the and with spaces and such. Nice because proper literacy is Q. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you can also uh, uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or any streaming site that offers that uh, option and let us know how we're doing. Um, Help us spread. 
Like an infection? Like a plague. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like an infection? Yes. Um, uh, you can check out the... Or you can also send us emails at aldenterimortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep pastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Even if you want to send us some ritual pastas that you'd like us to uh, dissect and like brainstorm ideas for... Like this one. This one's yeah, I'll I'll enough all the time, but like I wouldn't mind doing this a little bit more often. Cause yeah, I don't mind it because I, I kind of went in here thinking, I, I don't know how much we have to talk about. Uh, here we are at X time. An hour and a half, basically. Yeah, um, so pretty standard compared to reading an actual story. Yeah. Because um, it gets our brains thinking more, I guess. Yeah. Instead of just, here's the information... Criticize like, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what do we like? What we didn't like about this story that already exists? Like, yeah, this is how, actually, let's, it's it's one of the reasons I, I like doing uh, monster stocks with uh, the Maple Syrup Blood Money fo- uh, guys. Yeah, uh, or even talking with uh, with our friends over at Ugly Talk and Drunk and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so uh, and if you'd like to check the title cards for each episode, you can also go to uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com or crazon.deviantart.com where you can check out. Uh, all in there, as well as my old, com- my old web comic, Digital Celluloid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might, I'll try and get it back into it again. <laughs> um, and also our YouTube channel, Al Dente Mortis, where you can check out the videos of each episode. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Al Dente Mortis uh, on Patreon and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier, but really any amount w- uh, works. We're not too greedy. Um... And uh, we have we offer special episodes, extra episodes or uh, extra content, uh, behind the scenes stuff, occasionally. Um, even though I haven't really done that a whole lot recently. Who should get on that? Yeah, well, the problem is like, put all the B roll there. No, the problem, no, no, no. I, I used to do like behind the scenes stuff as like sketches and stuff like that. But then I stopped doing sketches like in my actual sketchpad and just started doing like roughs on the on the fo- on on Photoshop. Yeah. So I didn't really have sketches anymore. Oh yeah. But I mean, what like we also I often I sometimes also put like art on the uh, uh, on the the Patreon as well. Um, and we do have a bi uh, a bi monthly uh, series of episodes by our own gamer in yellow and Mikey D stands for evil, mm-hmm. uh, which is is that the new transition sound yes. effect? Cool. Um, Al dente reloaded at the five dollar tier, where Mikey and I go back to the good, the bad, and the ugly passes of the of the past that the cultist and the doctor did, and see what our thoughts are on them. And Al dente revelations at the two dollar tier where Mikey and I, again, continue with those thoughts after listening to the old recordings that you guys did, or you guys as in the cultist and the doctor, and possibly have a mind-breaking revelation while doing so, while criticizing that art. Yep. Because... And you know what? It has to be done sometimes, because I don't know what the hell I was thinking when I did, sometimes when I drew, when I drew some yeah. of those old ones. Yeah. Sometimes it's because of time, like like time to like issues, like I'm like on a on a time break, uh, on like a deadline. So it's like, yeah. uh, uh, I'll just draw this, this, this. <laughs> All right, we got. It. Or sometimes it's an idea that we that mean uh, Leviathan came up with outside of recording, like right after we recorded. Like, it's like oh, what are we gonna do for the title card? It's like, oh, you should do this. Like, yes, I should. Mm-hmm. And so some and it it they sometimes make sense when you actually listen to the episode. But as you guys have kind of like seen or you guys have found out a couple times. It's like, what were they thinking when they did this? Or like, yeah. It's yeah. hit or miss. Yeah. Like, so it is. Yeah. 
Um, it's like drawing Lemon Blossom Girl in the episode that doesn't have Lemon Blossom Girl in it. Yeah. Can you answer yourself for that? Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, I, folks. I know we're in the outro, but I, I, we need to know. Yeah, I can... I can um, that was totally my bad. Oh, okay. Um, no, yeah, yeah. No, no disillusion that like I, there's another artist. I am the artist of the title cards. <laughs> I oh, right, we were trying to bring up that. Clearly that or obviously, like I, I, I think I remember. I vaguely recall. I was like, oh fuck, I made a mistake. <laughs> well, they are both from the same episode technically, so they're gonna be going up. Yeah, no, I, I totally yeah. fucked up that one. <laughs> so bad. That's a little weird. Yep. But it's okay. Uh, at least yeah. you can own it. Yeah. So that's good. You are forgiven. Yay. Because <laughs> that matters, yay. <laughs> I, at least somebody uh, forgives me because I sure don't. That's fine. You're only uh, human after all, so I don't put the blame on you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no. uh, where are we at? So, okay. yeah. Uh, we're at Patreon. Um, yeah, so... We yeah we offer a bunch of like special Patreon stuff if you want to help support the show that way. Uh, to our patrons that are already doing that, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. We very much appreciate that. I hope um, you guys are liking the episodes that we're doing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing like, our best. I don't we, know how we get occasion we get the occasional comment, but yeah, if you guys would like to like comment uh, like about those uh, episodes, um, by all means, do so. They're, they're, that comment section that comment section below is there for a reason. Yeah, good or bad for us, we don't really mind. If it's negative or positive, because it of helps us grow. So yeah, so we might end up switching the um, the structure of the shows around. I know at one point we were talking about changing the way that we talk about things and layer the the episodes. So okay, it, it's a continually evolving situation. Yeah. We, we have a lot of creepypastas to read still. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I mean this show like the show has evolved come a long way since its first inception of Candle Cove. Yes. Which was actually a Necker Falls story originally. Mm-hmm. Going back on. Uh, the oh. current one that you guys that you guys were doing as of this recording. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Candle Cove was actually the one of the. It's the first and like most prominent Icker Falls um, related uh, story. Okay. Um, and it's actually in the uh, the the, uh, the travel guide to Icker Falls, which is the, that book compilation I have of the stories. Cool. Um, so I'd probably have to reread that when we're going through that. So yeah. I have them all fresh. Yep. Um, actually, look forward to the some uh, some Icker Falls stories uh, for the main show. Uh, in the near future as well, because uh, Icker Fall is coming up. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Dun, dun, I am a sucker for gimmicks. That's okay, I am too, it's awesome. Yeah. Themes and gimmicks. Yes. Um, but, again, and also for our listeners and all the authors that find stumble upon our episodes of their uh, and reviews of their, their stories, thank you, honestly and sincerely, thank you for putting out creepy stories and content and allowing us to discuss them because it really means a lot. I, I enjoy creepypastas. It's the reason I started the show. Cannot thank you enough. And to our listeners for, after four years, are still, still putting up with us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you immensely. And by all means, comment good or ill in the comment section below uh, if you have anything to say to us. So <laughs> um, I think until next time, then, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer Neil. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>